From ThatShelf.com, this is Black Hole Films. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. What's a black hole film, you ask? Well, you know those films you always meant to get around to watching, but you never did for whatever reason? Well, that's what they are. And this podcast is all about embracing them and checking those films off our lists and talking about them and whatever else happens to come up. I'm Canadian filmmaker Jeremy Lalonde, and I will be your host. You can follow me on Twitter at LalondeJeremy, or check out my website, JeremyLalonde.com, for more information on me and my projects. If you like the show, please subscribe to it, rate, review it, and leave a comment on whatever platform it is you're listening. It really does make a difference in helping to get more ears tuning in. And if you like this show, check out the others on the ThatShelf.com family of podcasts. And without further delay, let's get into this week's film. This is episode 255, and today I'm joined by actor Cody Crane, as well as showrunner and writer Ken Cooperus and his son Parker, as well as my son Ephraim. And we're going to sit down to watch a film together. So we're sitting down to watch Junior. I'm Jeremy. I have never seen this film, and I'm very excited because I'm, I just don't know if it's going to be good or bad. I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be a train wreck. And I'm all in for it. Uh, I'm here with... Ephraim, I have not seen this film. Uh, and okay. we have begrudging... Oh, sorry, what was you going to say? And just like... Uh, yeah, it's going to be crazy. Because you, you recently <laughs> saw Twins. Yeah. And you really liked it. Uh-huh. So you're excited for I a like game. I like them as a combo. You like them as a combo. So that's, that will at least be interesting. Yeah. And we have uh, begrudgingly roped in... Uh, Ken, uh, Ken Cooperus. <laughs> Uh, I have seen the movie. It is a train wreck. <laughs> Yay! Uh, I do not want to watch it again. I'm here against my will. <laughs> I'm so happy. Uh, I'm Parker. I have not seen the film, and I'm now terrified. It, it, technically, this is your fault, because yeah, your dad is was my planning fa- on leaving. I, yeah, I did make my dad stay for this, so if it's bad, it's on me. <laughs> Uh, Cody Crane, number one junior fan, uh, <laughs> here to be the junior ally, uh, ready to defend it at all costs. Oh yeah, have you seen it? <laughs> I I've seen it. Yeah, this is uh, this is one. I I believe it's been a while. I remember I watched it in film school, so I probably saw it about like nine years ago now. Okay, but I have seen it. We won't get into this any details because the one thing when Parker's like, "What's it about?" I was like, "Please don't tell him. <laughs> if he's willing to stay, I don't want him to know." I, I, don't, I don't even want to know what school would would show this. <laughs> no, no, I watched it on my own accord. Oh, okay, <laughs> it was this was a bad school. Yeah, they're like acting one hundred and one. Here's Junior. <laughs> We, afterwards, we can decide which scene Cody had to audition with. <laughs> yeah, I've used about every scene for a monologue slam at this point. Oh. Uh, anyway, so one of the reasons why this one came up is because, uh, as of course, as all all nerds who listen to this podcast know, Ivan Reitman passed away uh, recently, and so that's what inspired kind of this list of some. Ivan Reitman movies that I have or haven't seen. Like, I'd seen Twins, I loved it, but I knew my son hadn't seen it. So I was already looking for an excuse to revisit it. Uh-huh. But Junior, was, I, I actually Googled a list of, like, the top five 
Ivan Reitman films, and this was on it. Oh, oh. well, it's a, not a very deep filmography. It wasn't high on the list. <laughs> you know, we did Meatballs, though. And that's That 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 must have been on the list. Meatballs is on the list. No, it's not in the top five. See, there's that's not a good list. <laughs> <laughs> Meatballs is a messy film, though, right? Meatballs is a delight. Listen, there's there's listen great stuff. But compared yeah. to Junior. I don't know. <laughs> but it was like, I'm trying to remember that particular list. It was Dave, um, Kindergarten Cop. Great twins. I love Kinder Cop. Yep. Uh, Junior and what was the other one? Uh, Junior two. Not that uh, that uh, David Duchovny space movie. David Duchovny space movie. With the aliens. It was like a ripoff of Ghostbusters with Orlando Jones oh, and. Was it Evolution? Evolution. Oh yeah. The no, one? I don't think that was it. Okay. Like they didn't mention like Ghostbusters. They were saying like the best Ivan Reitman movies that aren't like Ghostbusters right. okay. or or. What was the other one they said? Not oh, anyway. so Junior didn't beat Ghostbusters on the list. No, 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 no. <laughs> it was, it was, they were trying to like. I think it was the most underrated or like ones that you may have forgotten. Oh, well, then Meatballs definitely should have been on that list. Maybe, yeah, but it wasn't. <laughs> and you're gonna have to get over that. Kevin. I don't know, man. Uh, it, Meatballs should be number one on every list. It was yeah, good, but it wasn't Junior good. <laughs> the guy was drunk? Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, well, I don't want to give too much away because I love that Parker... Oh, Parker's God. looking terrified right uh. now. <laughs> C- Cody looks very excited. See, oh, here's why he's terrified. I love every movie. Yeah, like, he, lo- he loves I terrible love movies. There's some terrible movies, movies. I this guy love. I'm a scholar of comedy. Like, he I made love us watch Pumpkinhead. Yeah. Which, which you, everyone ended up liking. Though. <laughs> I did like Pumpkinhead, I won't lie. Um, but... Uh, I don't know. This one rubbed me the wrong way. I'm I, really. I, I, actually, I'm glad I'm gonna watch it again because you know, uh, give something a second chance. That's my motto. All right. <laughs> this was a movie when you go on Saturday uh, out onto the Action Channel. You're like, this is an interesting choice to be on the Action Channel. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, well, with that, let's dive in. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. All right. Jeez. So we just finished? <laughs> what? That was weird. I was expecting it to be so much worse based on just how trepidatious you were. I dare say I enjoyed myself. Parker? Um... <laughs> I liked the opening scene and it all went downhill from there. Is there a mother here? <laughs> that was great. There must the, be the a mother. There must be a mother. Uh, I love Danny DeVito and that's it. <laughs> so your your second chance, Ken? Uh, that's a terrible movie. It's terrible. <laughs> it's so bad. Uh, you know what? I, I, I realize now what my big problem with it is and it's that it, it's not actually a comedy. It's yeah. like yeah, it's if you didn't so if you didn't sell it as a comedy, if you sold it as what it is, um, a relationship drama, like that's actually just a little bit askew. Um, I might actually have liked it better, but the whole movie there's no jo- there's more jokes in Kramer versus Kramer than there are in this movie, <laughs> and the and the score just kept telling me this is a drama the whole movie. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. they're trying to just get off on how funny. It's supposed to look for Arnold Schwarzenegger to be in all these scenarios. 
Yeah. No, this, yeah, this movie isn't a comedy. It's just insanity. And that's what makes it perfect. I, the, uh, the, the arts defender of all movies. Yeah, this movie could have been a comedy had it taken place when they brought him to that grouping of mothers. That montage, could, they could have explored so much on that to make a really like crazy comedy out of just that alone. But they don't. They breeze by it. But the fact they even went there, I was like, I I don't know why, but I was not expecting to see Arnold Schwarzenegger in drag in this movie. <laughs> I was. Oh, yeah. there you go. I, I, I knew it was co- counting the minutes, looking at my watch. I was like, it's coming. It's coming. And it was like Mrs. Doubtfire, like <laughs> shades of Mrs. Doubtfire all over the place. I was just I'm like, oh, I can't wait for the voice. He's got to do a voice at some point. Oh. And it wasn't oh. nearly as... It was actually... Better than I thought it would be. Yeah, not bad. It was fine. To, to your point, like it's not funny. It's just oh, that's yeah, that's how he would sound if he yeah. was trying to throw it, like put a little falsetto in his voice. <laughs> I mean, if you if you took this movie and you made Arnold Schwarzenegger's part a woman and gave her all the exact same lines, this would be a very straightforward story about a woman. Well, that's taking away the entire concept. I know, but what I mean by that is. The only thing that they tried to make a joke was the fact that it was a man who was delivering the lines that are traditionally women lines right. uh, during a pregnancy. Those are the that's the only thing that they qualified as jokes. Oh yeah, no. Oh, hundred percent. They just went. What are all the things you could do? It's like you know, body image. Um, you know, feeling emotional, feeling disconnected. Yeah, all that stuff. They just tried to play. Eating a lot. Yeah. Eating a lot. The- the only other source of comedy in the entire movie was the the love interest clumsiness or whatever, which, oh, that was not funny. That, it's not funny, but I'll be damned and sit here <laughs> if anyone disparages Emma, Emma Thompson. Uh, she's delightful. I will say that I I absolutely love Emma Thompson. Emma Thomas Thompson Thompson Thompson, Thompson. and uh, like she looked great. As silly as she was, she was. She, you know, she was a charming character. I thought very yeah. charming. Oh, she's she's charming in she everything. Was brilliant too. Yeah. Like I mean, she. It's is a better too cast good for this movie. Like, all of them. Far. Like, all I of them agree. are. I agree. Even at her most, even this, like at her most silliest, she still has a like a very like easygoing charm to her. That, well, she's like, is very is so very easy to watch. Surprisingly grounded for this movie. Yeah, but they all are. Like the like I think. The problem is that the movie itself wants to be a different movie than the actors that are in it. <laughs> well, even like, you know, even the the, the villain, per se, the yeah, Franklin is like underplayed to the point of like being like almost a nothing role and then like being never really fired. escalates. Never escalates yeah, beyond. No, yeah, there's no escalation. But it's also confusing because it's like... Is what they're doing illegal? Because now he's suddenly celebrating it. Like, isn't he going to be in... It's so confusing what his plan is. And the cops show up? (laughs) Well, that was just just security. But what are they going to do? Put him in a cage? Like, what was their plan? I would almost argue that until the ending, or until that, like, one year later... Danny DeVito's character is the villain of this entire thing. <laughs> like, not Frank Langella. And Continue. For you, and for you Frank Langella fans, too, if you're marathoning his movies, I'd put this right after Robot and Frank. Maybe Robot and Frank and then this. Um, but for Danny DeVito, he's almost deplorable the entire movie. He's ignoring his ex-wife that's just desperate for him to help. Oh, yeah. And then he does the very bare minimum, even when giving birth. Like, that could have been a redeemable moment at the 
towards the end where he leaves Arnold Schwarzenegger, he leaves the science to help his ex-wife, but that doesn't happen. Everything that he does is for, like he said, when he was in Vancouver or whatever, for money. Yeah. And yeah. all of his motivations go towards that and go towards making sure this science experiment goes well. He's even ignoring, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger's emotions and everything like that. Like, throughout this thing, he doesn't do anything that's not motivated by money. Except Ex- yeah. for throwing darts at Aerosmith posters. <laughs> yeah. yes. what, can, we th- can we talk about that for a second? Because we'll come back to what you're talking about. The, what a random... It wasn't so Aerosmith, it was Aerosmith's choice. No, but what a random choice to like suddenly throw a dig in at Aerosmith. Because <laughs> so she, weird. They had such a they had such an easy way to bring that story back around by because he says at the beginning, Oh, was this that night we had Yeah. All she had to do was go Actually, the truth it is, is it is yeah. yours. Yeah. Uh, you know, like that's yeah. all it would no, I was expecting driver. that. I was expecting that to happen. I I think at some point they thought they could get a member of Aerosmith. And I'm surprised <laughs> that they Canceled. couldn't at least get Tad Hamilton. Cancelled last <laughs> They couldn't even get their trainer. No. <laughs> <laughs> or an actor to pretend to be. Yeah. So back to your... I, I, here's the thing. Because Danny DeVito is so charming and mm. likable, yeah, the movie doesn't make you think while watching it that this guy is really the villain. Like, he's a cold-hearted, kind of a son of a bitch. Look, everybody in this movie is the villain. Yeah. I mean, Emma Thompson's the villain for putting her egg in this, like, thing, in this weird story that she tells. Oh, yeah, that was Arnold Schwarzenegger's the villain for, like, like not <laughs> doing what he's there. supposed to do and yeah. stop taking the drug so that it goes away. Like, everybody did. Except the monkey. Everybody had to do something the wrong delightful. for this to work. Yeah, to work. yeah the monkey's not Yeah, the doing monkey it. didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> Fred Stoller didn't do anything wrong. He just delivered a crab leg to <laughs> Yeah, right on great, great, great cameos by Fred Stoller, John Panette, <laughs> yeah. and Gun. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yes, it was great. <laughs> what a weird. Um, but is it the fact that she doesn't notice her, like her vial is missing? Yeah, she never checks. Apparently, well, she doesn't need that one. She just put it there. It's I still an empty slot. Yeah. <laughs> also, what was her her experiment? They never explain it, do they? I think they meant they go. Uh, she's doing the blah 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 at the beginning, but we never yeah. really something to do with eggs. Yeah. Also, whoever built that fucking prop that is storing all the, the Jurassic, Jurassic Park, Park eggs, yeah. it's the shittiest, <laughs> cheapest prop. They're using sound foam inside. The, they, they, that's the foam that they use for like to build like build soundproof rooms. That is not an insulator. <laughs> You did a bat. That's the that's the foam I use inside of my machine for James versus Future Self, and that was designed for protection, not for cold storage. <laughs> so I mean, the science also does not check out at all. <laughs> I challenge you. Yeah. yeah. Well, how? there's no there's no ability yeah. cord. Like, how do you feed that baby? The <laughs> no. Continue, Parker. You started something. <laughs> Finish that sentence. Uh, uh... 
Uh, the food in the mouth. Yeah, the, the food in the mouth, and then the like they inject that baby into a fat pocket. They use the needle. They use the giant but the, sword but it's needle. Not no, but it's not. It's, 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 How does the no food you, get to it? The formula, the formula no. that he has to drink. Does that help with it? No, uh, but that's just estrogen, right? That's just to keep it growing. Like it well, they don't really. A, ex- it doesn't have a tube. It doesn't have. Maybe like, right. grew a tube from the formula. Because it is designed for women. Well, I guess because they mentioned all they do is they mention the, the the extra female hormones in it, but that's not like it grows it. It's not like he grew a uterus. Yeah, there and would has be, a, um, oh God, There would be no afterbirth. Pride. There would be no like. There would be that's like, the placenta. The placenta. There would be like you know none of that exists, right? So this is a little mutant baby. <laughs> that somehow grew without being fed. Well, they're, they're trying to make us believe that somehow he grew, he has like a some kind of a, a pseudo uterus inside of him that has all the things you need. Muscles. Yeah, he's yeah. eating off of his muscle content. Uh, the uh, I like the idea that they looked at this script and they're like, "Whoa, we got something here. What do we call it? Well, we write Junior in it fifty thousand times." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? This is the easiest pitch in the world. It's like, hey, Arnold Schwarzenegger is willing to be pregnant in a movie. Oh, like, yeah. done. <laughs> we're in. Like, Money. And wear glasses. Yeah. <laughs> to, to first show that he's a scientist and second, and like, smart, yeah. but it's the only time I've ever seen an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie where they show that he's a physical flaw. His <laughs> eyes are not perfect. <laughs> the, the sequence where he dreams his own face on a baby. That was amazing. <laughs> I love that. That was that was my favorite scene in the movie. Th- that's what the baby should have looked like. But also, really, how, that how, was a great ending. How bad that CGI was. Oh yeah. Because oh, they, they, they cut to it twice, and it looks different both times. <laughs> it wasn't even consistent across those two effect shots. Uh, what I did like was seeing how much uh, Ivan Reitman goes to like uh, the same actors. Um, you know, not shy about that because and the uh, I can't. I can never remember her name, even though she's a wonderful actress who played Danny DeVito's wife. Yeah, I can't remember her name. Was also either. in Kindergarten Cop as the as mm-hmm. as you know the teacher that was supposed to the undercover teacher yeah, that was yeah, supposed yeah. to be the. Oh, that was her. Yeah, oh, and she's great. She's funny in everything she does. She's yeah. so good. She's one of those great character yeah. actors of that era. Yeah, I don't know. It, for some reason, I think it was there was like I I went in with such low expectations that I was surprisingly charmed by just how ridiculous it was. I just bought into, like, this is going to be bonkers stupid. <laughs> and, and it was. And it was. <laughs> That's what I was going for. I went in with such low expectations that the second it started, I was like, oh, no. I mean, if they could have <laughs> it's, it's just true. put some jokes in it. like that, That's what I'm saying. It just needed to be It funny. just needed to have some jokes. It's just so hard to make this, though, without it being so gendered, right? Like, how do you do it without just, like, going, let's just make a list of all the tropes and it'll be funny because... But this is the early 90s. That's what we were doing. <laughs> but that's what, they, yeah. that's what they did and they played it straight. And that's worse. That's the pro- That's almost the problem. Cody, you were going to say something? Yeah, I mean, uh, the, the times that they attempt jokes, that's the worst part of the movie, though. <laughs> <laughs> the, when it's insane, that's the best. That's true. Um, but, yeah, I just everything... About this, it's just uh, beautiful. But looking over and just seeing you, Jeremy, just mouth open, can't believe what you're seeing. You look stunned in the first half of this, <laughs> as opposed to as opposed to Dad. He was just like, like most. Of the Ken movie. was just angry the whole time. Yeah. I, you know what? I it was it actually like as I was watching it, it all suddenly flooded back to me that I didn't hate the movie. I just, I was just by disappointed it. by it because 
I went into it thinking this is a, a you know coming off of twins. Yep. Coming off of the great chemistry that they have, and they still do have it. Um, it's just a laughless movie. Like it's just an unfunny movie. Yeah, it's almost because the problem is they, they part one of the, the arcs they do is, is they start off Arnold Schwarzenegger's character as such like a a humorless like just nothing character mm-hmm. who because he gets pregnant suddenly glows and becomes more human. Yeah. Where what the beauty of twins was was that he's just so like full of life from the beginning. Yeah. And enjoyable. And I get why they're doing that because it's again they're playing to the tropes the idea that it's like all to, to fix someone who's you know not full of life. All you gotta do is put a baby in him. Um, but there, it would, it could have worked otherwise. It just doesn't have like, like you said, this charm from the get go. Like these characters don't seem to have a, a rapport. Yeah. yeah. But it did start with the main characters. It didn't take us very long to get to Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. We got to him right away. They knew where to start the fun. His fear of babies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which doesn't come up as much as you would think. Yeah, exactly. I wish there were more flash or uh, dream sequences like that. Just babies everywhere. But once he accepted it, that it didn't. It, it wouldn't make sense though, because once he was excited about it, he wasn't scared of the baby anymore. I guess right? they just didn't point out enough, like how it conquered his fears or whatever. How yeah. this was yeah. the cure to his one big fear. Yeah. Are you suggesting this movie has screenplay problems? Um, no, I don't want to say that. I, I don't want to disparage it in any way. I will say it's a two-hour movie that leaves a lot out. <laughs> like? Um, the like, jokes? <laughs> the jokes. Oh! Like, Easy it, it, The go- restaurant discussion that they're like, I'll oh, gloss over it. The restaurant discussion, what do you mean? Um, where he tells her about how he's pregnant. That's at the, the lab. That's the oh, lab. wait, it's at the lab. Yeah, it seemed like it cut well, off. Well, he walked there. away, right? He uh, He's like, I know I can't talk about it. Because she tells right. him about the egg in that scene, right? right? She's like, oh, I put the egg in there and named it Junior. He's like, well, he's I'm like- leaving! <laughs> No, he starts getting. Uh, no, no, he no, left. No, he was, he, he left because le- he, he was upset. He left because he found out he didn't want to tell her that that she was the mom. That she was the mom. Right, 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 right. Yeah, so he Danny he walked DeVito. away. That's why they had the fight later. Yeah, go ahead. D- Danny DeVito was somehow the dad, like he said. Well, he's <laughs> the, he, was, he yeah. felt like he was. He put the he put it in him. But isn't that what he does for a living? Like he, he does, does that, that every baby. day. He put that baby yeah. in. He's a, uh, he's a, he's a, that, but that's his job. He kids. literally does that every day. Does he's, he consider himself the father of every baby from his clinic? <laughs> yes. Also, yes, I would say not a very good doctor. Uh, patient confidentiality. As soon as Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> goes in there, he says he's a mental patient. <laughs> yeah. And starts <laughs> diagnosing him in front of everyone with, yeah. waiting to go in and see him. <laughs> But all the women are very supportive of him. Yeah, they're yeah. Very... Well, I would be. T- I'd be like, well, I assume he's going to talk about me when I leave. <laughs> but what? Is, yeah. What? Also, like the ruse they 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 give to Emma Thompson's character that he's got this rare disease from his village that makes him like gain weight. That and was it's so called, weird. It's called Strusel something. Yeah. None of that was funny. None <laughs> that of that. Was di- it was like they wanted that scene to be so funny, and like that dialogue was terrible. Oh, how about the flu? Just the flu would have been fine, but and that's the that's the problem. When they try comedy, never worked yeah. in this. They didn't need it. It was perfect without it. <laughs> perfect, the <laughs> strong word. But it's true. Like you could do. Oh, here's the thing. If you took this this concept and you took an approach that's more like, like you give it to a filmmaker like 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 Spike Jones. 
you know, and you take, or, or Michelle Gondry, and you take like the, the her approach or the eternal sunshine approach and you just make it this weird science that shouldn't exist and doesn't really make sense, but you ground it in a weird way in our world. Like there's a way to make this work. That's more about a discovery of like a man getting in touch with his feminine side, but not in a way that's cliched or gendered. Mm -hmm. And it's just more about like that concept of, uh, you know, all that, that research they show now that about how, you know, nobody's really completely male or completely female. We're all on some kind of a spectrum, right? Um, and it's just where you, where you lie. Mm -hmm. And that's why, you know, we're finally accepting people that, you know, they're born one gender, but they don't, they never felt that way. Right. Because, because the spectrum has always existed and we're finally acknowledging it, but it doesn't do that. It just plays into the hard tropes that men are this way and women are that way. And isn't it funny? Yeah, 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 one hundred percent. I mean, and of course they did. It's a nineties movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Although, do you think they were setting up a sequel for Danny DeVito's character to yes. be pregnant? Yes. I I wish it was made. Uh, <laughs> I want to. I'd watch I that. Watch, I would watch. I, that I, I, even despite watching this, I would one hundred percent watch the sequel. Yeah, if that's I, did, I didn't like this movie, but I would watch Danny DeVito be pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't hate it, but I, 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 I think like you, like I wanted it to be better. It's like it's just there's so much because it's it's a great director, very good cast, and you know I, I will say it was a real Ivan Reitman film. Like if you know how like his camera shots and stuff, that was him. Like he did like some beautiful stuff. Like this the 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 shot selection and the cinematography was was very well done. But it felt like a, a sweeping drama. Like, it was just very strange. <laughs> it was weird. Yeah, that's right. Because it's almost like... It, it, how, so it, they did a montage, and, and it, was, it was like... It wasn't a comedy montage. No. It was, <laughs> just, home, a, right? it was just a regular montage of, like... Of, of, of Arnold Schwarzenegger fitting in with these women. And like, I thought it was, I thought, I thought it was really funny. I don't suspecting lie. anything. It was very strange. It was funny. It was funny just because you're not expecting what you are at this point in this movie. Just how random it was. Because of him picking some flowers. Like, that was, that <laughs> shot was, like, that's where it's like, that's where they, they know they're trying to make like, comedy. Yeah. Because it feels like Ivan Reitman wanted to make a drama, but the studio kept on going, no, 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 like, amp up the comedy. And they just, and it was just one of those movies that feels like it was noted to death at some point. Yeah. And they and they just, like, not everyone involved in this was making the same movie. I found myself just bursting out of uncontrollable laughter at so many points of just realizing what I'm seeing again <laughs> yeah. and just taking it all in. And every time they did take things so seriously, it was so funny <laughs> and so good. Well, I can appreciate that, like, uh, you know, because there's a lot of movies that other people despise that I love. <laughs> 1941 is a great example. Yeah. I know nobody likes that movie, but I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like this movie in the way that you're not, uh, you're not, Ironically, in a way that I, I enjoyed, yeah. like the train wreck of it and just how bonkers it was. Yeah, but the, I didn't. I don't see it that way. I don't see it as a train wreck. And maybe that's even to the to me to the movie's detriment is that it doesn't play as a train wreck. Yeah, it's kind of a nice story. Like it's kind of like this. You know, yes, it's wacky and and it's and it's weird, but it's it's like kind of it's kind of just a straightforward narrative. Like, there's really no deviation. Like, it just kind of, like, 
from start to finish, it's a man getting pregnant and going through his entire labor and then giving birth. It's like there, there's no crazy deviations. Um, and so to me, that's, that's not wacky or crazy. Like it's just a very straightforward story that is like kind of dramatic in a lot of spots. It, how he develops is very just like grounded though. Yeah. Too. yeah. Like, and Arnold Schwarzenegger is arguably great in this movie. Yeah. There like, needs to be a mother here. I think Arnold Schwarzenegger for me will always be an underrated uh, like uh, comedy and drama actor because he's so charming. Like he's so in everything, he, but even that moment when the baby is born and it's in his arms, like he's so in, like he's in that moment. Yeah. You know, he's great in it. <laughs> he should not have the chemistry or the um, he should not have the charm in, that he does. I don't know how he does it. Like he is he is just so in everything he does. Like he's so watchable. Yeah, well, he just has good timing. He's just like he's a, he's a very very smart guy, who I think you know everyone assumes he's just a, you know a big dumb blockhead because he's a giant bodybuilder. But you know he clearly you know he despite the the, the laughability of it is like the, the man couldn't have had a political career without being <laughs> yeah. intelligent. He's got well, a ton right? of heart. He's got a ton of heart. You know what? I, I think I actually like this movie as a drama. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. I don't like it as a comedy, and it. it, it well, it's not really a comedy. It's not a comedy. I, so, like, but yeah. when I sit down to watch it as a comedy, it falls flat. But I, I do kind of like it. If you, if you told me this was a drama, I think I probably would have liked. I would like it. Yeah, I think you have to root. Like a lot of the time, you don't root for the relationship, but in this one, you really root for Arnold Schwarzenegger and Emma Thompson. Oh yeah, like both of their characters, they align kind of like perfectly yeah. the way it goes through as mm-hmm. well. Yep, and you're really hoping for it. And when they do, like um, when he does, like give birth and everything, they're with the baby. It's a very sweet moment. It's very nice. But all their moments of courtship, just her showing up because she wants to see him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and like the little moment on the couch is lovely. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I love their relationship. I mean, I really think they thought they were making a slapstick crazy comedy. Yeah. The way that it all comes together at the end with both women going into labor and like, I think they saw that as a hilarious set piece. Well, I mean, yeah, but even just <laughs> to, to cap off the Emma Thompson thing, it's like, in no world does it make sense that you put... Arnold Schwarzenegger and Emma Thompson together as love interests. Like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> but but it worked. Did it. Yeah. it shouldn't work. That's the best part of this movie. And it shouldn't... It, like, I, I can't imagine who pitched that first. Like, it was, whether it was Ivan or someone at the studio or Arnold. It was Danny DeVito. Or Danny. <laughs> like, someone pitched that and then, and then they all, all laughed and then someone went, should we... See if she wants to do it, <laughs> because it's it's a it's a stroke of genius, really. Mm-hmm. Because she plays it again. They, they're all playing it to your point, Ken. Like they're all playing it for real. They're yeah. all playing the drama of it, which is what you're supposed to do in comedy anyway. But in the absence of their comedy being existing, they made a drama. Yeah, I can't remember who brought it up, but I feel like for me, the whole movie would have been redeemed if the baby was a monkey. <laughs> at the end? Yeah, at the very end they pull it out a... and it's a monkey. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't have shocked me any less than no, some of the other no. stuff. That would have uh, we wouldn't have been talking about how grounded the movie was anymore. Whole <laughs> <laughs> oh. movie redeemed for me. <laughs> Fair enough. 
Uh, final thoughts on, on Junior. Way different than t- Total Recall. <laughs> very different from Total Recall. <laughs> and Twins. Yeah. Has a very similar ending to Twins. One less baby per couple. <laughs> uh, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> terrible comedy. Uh. Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's pretty bad, but I love Arnold, I love Danny. So, you know, them as a duo, you know, I, I, it, it had charisma, it had personality, it's just... Uh, it, some jokes. it just needed some jokes, man. I rate it five babies out of five. <laughs> wow! <laughs> That's all the babies! Yeah, all the babies. I'm yeah. Sure there's 20, about 20 in that first scene. <laughs> more, more. Oh, they're, yeah. they're, they're, they walked into like the, the theater that's at the end of the Muppet movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's all I can think of when I saw that scene with all the babies sitting on the couches. How good would this movie have been if you just reworked twins a little bit, but Arnold has twins at the end of it? I, when this the trailer first came out, it wasn't until like years later I found out it wasn't a twin sequel. <laughs> Could have been a prequel. Fair enough, yeah. <laughs> but they finally are making the triplets, right? Yeah, I can't wait. I'll uh, see that for sure. Yeah, I'm in. Can't wait. Well, thanks for coming monkey, over. Monkey, monkey. <laughs> what? <laughs> all right, thanks for coming over, everyone. Let's all go to the lab. Thanks for joining us for Junior. Black Hole Films is a proud member of the That Shelf Podcast Network. You can listen to other episodes of our show and other That Shelf podcasts on thatshelf.com. Please subscribe, leave comments, spread the word, do all the things that let others know you like the show and how they can check it out. You can find me on Twitter, at Lon Jeremy, and go to Facebook and join the group Black Hole Films. And until next time, go watch something you've never seen before. Thanks. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves.